Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. It is 2024. And guess what? Student loans are still really just as big of a topic as they were last year. And so I wanted to cover it again and really dive into where we are, where things ended in 2023, where we're looking forward to in the new year. And so I asked our resident student loan expert and White House correspondent, Nika from Bed Free Gonna Be, to join me here it. on the podcast. How are you doing? I'm good, Chris. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for, for taking some time from your busy White House schedule to come join oh, me over here. Listen, thank you for having me. <laughs> I want to just jump into it because we're recording this in December. So I want to give everyone a disclaimer. This is December 13th when we're recording this. So some yeah. things may have changed by the time this episode comes out. Uh, and I'm sure I'll go bug Nika to come back on uh, to <laughs> maybe add any details we missed. But first, I just want to get into how is the resumption of student loan payments going? Because it's only, it's been a little while now, but a couple months-ish yeah. roughly. And yeah. what are your thoughts on how that rollout and like the, the start of these payments have been going? It is a flaming hot pile of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Student loan repayment has not resumed for a lot of people. It did, and then it didn't. And so there's a couple of things that happened. Uh, one being Mohila, the loan servicer for the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program, pretty much botched resuming hmm. repayment. They ended up issuing over 800,000 bills to borrowers at the last minute not within wow. the designated 30-day time frame that's within their obligation with the Department of Education. And then there were other loan servicers who have been messing up, including Mohila, that have been messing up repayment calculation, billing people with higher payment counts or a higher monthly payment than what it should be. And so a lot of borrowers are finding themselves placed in what's called an administrative forbearance. Mm to allow the loan servicers to work out these issues and officially resume sometime <laughs> in the new year the right way. My whole thing is like, these companies are supposed to, you know, they're getting paid to do this. this Millions. Be, this is their only job. This is their business to do this. And yet they are doing it wrong. Absolutely. But I got. I can go to whole rant, but I won't do that right now. But no. I heard a lot of bad things going on. Yeah, very bad. Some people have actually been reported negatively to the credit bureau because they weren't due a payment. The loan servicer botched the payment and then told them they didn't have any amount due. And then somehow or another were reported late to the credit bureaus. So there's a lot going on with student loan repayments. This is kind of like what it was during the COVID pause, uh, where okay. non-payment actually went towards the payment requirements for those forgiveness programs. Okay, that's nice. And so during this administrative forbearance, for however long it lasts, interest will not accrue on your loans. And if you are pursuing one of those programs that have a payment requirement, then not making a payment actually counts towards the payment requirement for forgiveness. Oh, okay, so that's a bit of good news. Because yeah. in that case, I'd be like, go ahead and mess up on my student loan then. <laughs> Listen, and actually some people, you're also able to request, like, so let's say you had a bill, your bill was right, you made a payment, but your loan servicer ended up putting you into administrative forbearance. Anyway, you can actually request a refund mm. for that money. And I would only recommend doing that. So there's a little caveat. I would only recommend requesting a refund if you are pursuing one of the programs I've mentioned, the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program or forgiveness through any of the income-driven 
repayment plans. If you do not qualify for any of those, you're not in an income-driven repayment plan and you are solely responsible for knocking out that debt, then go ahead and keep making payments if you're able to maybe even utilize this time where interest isn't accruing due to the administrative forbearance and make principal-only payments. Okay, that makes sense. Because yeah, if, you, if you're going to have to make these payments anyways, it makes sense that you should not ask for that money back because exactly. <laughs> you're only going to hurt yourself in that situation. Yep. Other than them really messing up the restart of payments, <laughs> where did we end 2023 with when it comes to the whole student loan forgiveness situation? Yeah, so it's making progress. So if you're not familiar, President Biden's original plan was struck down by the Supreme Court earlier in the summer. They are pursuing Plan B, utilizing the Higher Education Act, but they are going through what's called formal negotiated rulemaking which is a a kind of a lengthy process. It's at least a year process. So we're at least a year, maybe two out from actually seeing this forgiveness come to fruition. Where it is now, a committee had been formed a few months ago of non-government people, people who have student loans, people who are down on the ground, you know, in the public, knowing the impact that student loans has on millions of people here. And this committee is negotiating and coming up with ideas for who would qualify for this forgiveness. The plan is still 10 or up to $20,000. But right now the committee has been meeting to kind of talk about what scenarios would qualify for automatic forgiveness under this new plan. The earliest we'd probably see it would be late 2024. If President Biden is able to implement it early for, let's say, people who are low income, you know, low income borrowers. But for most people who would qualify for this, it's likely not going to happen until 2025. Oh, God. OK, so this is a ways out. Whatever's going to happen, we, we got some time yeah. to wait. So, OK, all right. Well, it's good to know. I mean, more waiting, but at least we know something's coming down the road at some point. Yeah. And I'll also say that it's not to say that this relief won't also face legal challenges, but going about, you know, and disclaimer, I am not an attorney, but from what I understand, going about it through the Higher Education Act actually gives him a bit more authority, if not total authority, to modify these student loans, including canceling a portion of them. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll be keeping an eye on this. The last question I want to end on here with you is just looking forward, right? We're into 2024. Where do you see just the world of student loans going? Honestly, I see a little more of the same. So I see the Biden administration doing what it can within its legal authority to, I'll say, relax and expand Mm, the programs that are currently here to help as many people as possible. And I'll also say, you know, at this point, they've canceled $127 billion in student loan debt already. And so this new plan or plan B for student loan forgiveness will just add to more relief for people. What I would like to see that I don't think we're going to see is there there being legislation from Congress to actually address some of the other things that caused this student loan debt crisis. You know, the president can only do so much, but, you know, Congress sets the interest rates for federal student loans. Congress 
holds the purse strings. You know, they dictate how the money is spent. And I would really like to see for them to not only find a solution, like a long-term solution, so that people aren't suffocating under student loan debt indefinitely, but also holding colleges and universities accountable for the egregious tuition costs that have just completely ballooned over the last decade or two, which are necessitating or making it necessary for people to take on this ridiculous amount of student loan debt. Yeah. And I think that's something that does not get addressed often enough is the fact that yeah, student loans aren't great. It's not great to, you know, give a kid tens of thousands of dollars alone, you know, right out of high school. But also college shouldn't cost these ridiculous amounts of money that it does. Like it, at all. And I remember seeing this in college. I remember I went and started college in 2005. I went to a state college. I was paying like three thousand dollars a year. And but by the time I graduated, I think it had already climbed maybe like a couple thousand. Then by the time my brother came around, it was double what I paid. And you know, it's because, oh, they wanted to build a new new facility, a new gym, a new this, yeah. new that. And I'm like. I don't, you can keep these old buildings. Just keep my tuition. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, it needs to be addressed. Yeah. I want to say the last statistic I looked at over a 20 year period, public and private school tuition costs rose over 150%. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Something needs to be done about that. So I think hopefully, yeah, I, I want to try to be optimistic, but hopefully something will be done to address the crazy cost. But I appreciate you coming in here and just kind of breaking this down. It's, it's always good to get like a nice recap and a good look towards what's coming in the new year. So I appreciate you so much. And if we, me included, everyone else listening, if we want to follow <laughs> you, support you, figure out what you have going on, where should we go? You should go to Instagram at be. And I'll also say that starting in the new year, I am going to start having student loan content on my website where it can be a bit more organized, where you can actually search for the topics that you're looking for, whether it's PSLF or repayment assistance. And that's at debtfreegonnabe.com. Perfect. That's, that is a great idea. All right. I'll put links to all that in the show notes so everyone can go over there, check it out. Because I know we're all going to have questions. This is going to keep changing. And <laughs> you are by far my favorite resource when it comes to student loans. So thank you. Chris. Everyone go give Nika a follow, go check out her website. And uh, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Your boy keep it poppin' like Mary Poppins.